You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OKSIS, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. All right. Welcome back to OKSIS Podcast. It's Mads. Hey, Mads. I'm Scout, your older sister. I just sounded like a newscaster. I was like, hey. Well, I guess that's not a newscaster. It's like a an MC. When do you think newscasters are going to change their tone? Because like when you look back at the 50s or the 60s, the newscaster tone is very different, but there's always a newscaster tone. And aren't we ready to graduate to the next one? So I saw a TikTok about this. The reason they do that tone is so that they could sound non-bias. So there isn't like the inflection in their tone is all the same so that whenever they're delivering the news, it doesn't sound like they have biases. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I, that makes sense. But like, can we switch it up? Because the 50s sounded different. Like every decade it like changes. And I feel like we're ready for a rebrand of the newscaster tone. Oh, if anyone from CNN is listening, um, we have some notes. <laughs> we have take, some notes. Take notes, You okay. know, like the trope of the Haftorah, we can like revamp it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, I don't know. Like literally that shit is ingrained in my bones. Ingrained. I can like wake up mummy style and recite the Haftorah. <laughs> Not Haftorah. What's the one after the Haftorah? Or is that I, the Haftorah? I don't know. The one that everyone sings. I That's like the post Haftorah. That's like the post Haftorah. Right. Post. And I can sing that in my motherfucking sleep. Like, I don't need any leeway time. What if we were together and we were drunk and we went to bed and you just like started sleep talking your Haftorah? 
I mean, I wouldn't put it past me. It's in my subconscious. It's part of my authentic higher power self. <laughs> like my subconscious has integrated that shit. It, it goes deep. It goes deep. It goes deep. Yeah, I, I agree. Know. Oh my God. How are you? Like, I feel like I haven't really spoken to you in like a hot second. You know what? I feel the same. And I realized it's because we haven't done a solo episode, just the two of us in a while. Yeah. Like we've been doing the guests, which is amazing. But when we do the guests, the two of us don't necessarily have a chance to catch up. And so that's the reasoning. Um, plus I've I feel like my whole life has been uprooted ever since I got COVID. So right. you got you got the vid. I didn't just get the COVID. I got the COVID. Lily got the COVID. And then my husband got the COVID. So it was like a two-week thing in our household. And the thing about COVID with a baby is that nobody wants to help you because they don't want to get COVID. Because no one else wants COVID. (laughs) It's so true. So it's an incredibly isolating, difficult thing to to navigate. I had to push two weeks of work out, which was very stressful. And now I'm in the middle, by the time this comes out, it'll be closed, but I'm in the middle of my podcast tour academy launch. So I'm like, I had COVID. I emerged like a goddamn lion out of the forest the jungle. And um, I'm just running high. I'm running motherfucking high right now. Nice. Okay. So do we think we'll plateau or crash and burn? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. 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 You know, you can't. No feeling is final, baby. Okay. No level is final. There's always a down. There's always an up. (laughs) We're going up and up and there's going to be a crash. Oh, so I have a theory that I wanted to run by you. Okay. I think the universe is like a toxic best friend. You know, they'll talk shit about you behind your back. They might drop the ball a couple times, but they always come back. And they always come back with really nice gifts on your birthday. And they come back and they go out on your birthday and they hang out with you and they praise you. But there's a little, there's a side where it's like, a little questionable, but you keep trusting them and you're like, oh, okay, I'll keep coming back to you. You're fun. What do you think about that? Because yesterday, yesterday I had one of the most, and I wanted to say like the universe is like a bipolar child, but then I didn't think that was like PC, but then I realized like you have bipolar. So maybe I'm okay to say that. But then I was like, maybe I shouldn't say that because people would get offended. But yesterday I woke up just this new feeling that I've been having of dread, dreadfulness, which is not great. I don't want that feeling, but there has been dread, dread of trudging through the day, doing certain tasks, whatever. And the whole first half of the day, I was like sleepwalking. I literally felt like I was, it was the most lethargic, just moving through mud type of feeling. Okay. And then I had like some coffee and (laughs) like things started picking up from there. But I completely, something like completely switched and I got maybe five or six opportunities rolling on my email inbox that I had been either waiting for or wanting or whatever. And it was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like literally the most down day where I felt so doubtful. I felt so hopeless. And then suddenly, I guess because I persevered, then the things came in. Okay. We need to talk about this. We need to talk about this. When we are manifesting and when we are playing with the universe, 
We are incredibly powerful. Our thoughts, our emotions, our feelings, our intentions, the work that we do on ourselves every single day creates our reality, right? Mm -hmm. And we're not that fucking powerful. Okay? (laughs) Okay. It's both. If every thought that you had came true, you'd be on an insane roller coaster. So it's not like I have to remind myself this too because like I'm in a launch and I dipped down. I was like low vibe. I was like, oh my God, my thoughts, they're not going to create the launch I want. Like, ah, right? right? And it's like, okay, pump the fucking brakes because that's a normal human emotion to feel. It is normal to feel scared or like fearful or scarcity or self-doubt or don't want to do it when you're faced with something big. That's totally fucking normal. And those moments are like if you weigh them against the actual belief work that you're doing and the actual work you're putting in and overall as a whole, those moments don't necessarily like it's not like you wake up and you're in a shit mood and that means no opportunity is going to come through because the universe is already working on things. So if you if you've been meditating on something for two weeks, the universe puts it to motion to come through, let's say three months later. It doesn't matter how you feel on that three month day. If you've done the work, it's coming through. You just have to trust the timing. So it's not necessarily like the universe isn't that sensitive. The universe isn't like, oh, okay, now you're not feeling good. Okay. I'm not going to give that to you. Okay. You're feeling good. I'm going to give it to you. It's not like a one plus one equals two. And I think we get really tripped up and I'll just say it like, we get, once we're in this work, you can like overanalyze it and you can be like, well, that didn't come true because I didn't believe it enough. And that didn't come true because I didn't have to ask the universe in the right way. And it's like, yes. And like, yes. And no. Right. Like the universe one always has a bigger plan for us. We always, always, always say hindsight is twenty twenty. We can put a picture out into the world and the universe is like, okay, great. Those four out of five things actually will serve you, but that fifth thing won't. So I'm going to throw you for a loop and teach you a lesson and then you're going to emerge to a better thing. So we yeah. co-create with the universe. It's not just our opinion over our life. It is our opinion and the universe's opinion. And the universe wants what's best for us, but sometimes we don't know what's best for us. And so we have to leave 25% room for surprises, for unknowns, for curveballs, for things that we didn't expect to go wrong, because that's life. That's like the human life point. And where our manifestations come true and where our success ultimately comes true is if we can continue to remain in faith and hope and continue to move forward, even when it looks like it's not happening, or even when it looks like the universe is against us and being toxic, we need to remain hopeful because every single time you push through, you always come to the other end, right? You always do. And so I think we could all as a collective stop being so fucking insane on ourselves about like, I had a bad thought this morning. My manifestation isn't going to come true this day because it's, it's a lot more complex and you're super powerful and you're not that powerful, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a hard pill to swallow is understanding the balance of that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, look, it was a weird moment where I was kind of like laughing to myself because it was just so surreal having the weird day and then like all these rewards and and I was just like, well, that's also business. I was getting slapped around by the universe. They were like, hey, hey, slap you around. You know what I mean? That's cute. Um, If you're not diagnosed with bipolar disorder, but would like to experience that, start a business. Business is, I mean, yeah, it is like the craziest ups and the craziest downs. 
ever all in one day, all in one hour. Maybe, you know, sometimes you're flying high for a week and then you're not the next week. The goal of the entrepreneur is to figure out how to find middle ground in between the fluctuations and the goal of the recovering bipolar disorder patient. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes. And Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute. I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. 
Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Sure, sure. I can attest to this. Yesterday, I mean, I don't want to bore bore the sisters with the just cha- the challenge after challenge that has presented itself in front of me while building this motherfucking app that I am trying to release into the app store. I have never ex- this is the one part of the business that lit not even I mean, obviously there's multiple parts that feel this way, but this is the biggest one where it feels like I'm pushing a boulder up a mountain and the boulder is going down and is going to literally flatten me and flatten and, and take me under with it. That is the feeling. Why don't you stop the app? I don't understand. It's a whole other discussion. You know, sunk cost, my ego, maybe. I don't know. I think it's your but, ego because you have like an open valve to the right that's like popping off. Community no, and I, events. I, I don't. And this yeah, no, no, not. no. And we we really we are basically shifting to being a content and events platform and company. So that shift is already underway. It's just like literally so close. The app is literally like it is ready to press publish on the app store, but all these things keep happening and it is just it is what it is. So we are going to we're going to get there and it will happen, but it has just been, it has been one of the lingering, you know, the, when they always ask like, what keeps you up at night? Like that's, that's it. It's just, it's lingering over my, over my subconscious mm-hmm. in life, but yeah. we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Um, okay. We, we wanted to talk about personal development. Current fixation. One of though. our favorite Huh? Current fixations around personal development. Oh, sure. Okay. Getting. Did really... you not read my text? That was my text. Oh, I thought you just said personal development. No, no, no. Our current fixations no. around personal development, like the products we Got use, it. the apps, the mindsets, the hacks. That was in my Beautiful. text. Did you not read my text? Uh, no, I didn't read it. Okay. So great. I have my list. I basically, pre- I prepared, I prepared that. So that's great for me. Okay. So right now in terms of personal development, I always pick a theme for what I'm trying to work on. Mm. And right now the themes, there's two themes actually that are working together. One is money and Mm -hmm. one is sex. So every- Those are linked, you know. I know, I'm I'm learning that, which makes a lot of sense. So I've been posting this and I've said it in the the solo episode, I just read You Are a Badass and Making Money by Jen Sincero, which is fuck. Nominal. My whole mindset has been completely shifted around money and making money and the worthiness around it. If you suffer, not suffer, but like if you, you know, are, are struggle, struggle with that, 100% you need to read it. And then my friend Brooke did a follow, told me that this book is an amazing follow up to it Money, a Love Story by Kate Northrup. And mm. oh my God. God, I have been really, really enjoying this book as well. It's just, it's all these types of books are really great for if you're more spiritual because it kind of ties the two, the beliefs of around money, relationships and mindsets. And also I just like the way women write, I guess, because I just, I don't know. It doesn't feel as masculine or tactile. Like it's really 
beautiful. Like you fall in love with money. That's her whole point. So that just resonates with me more than reading something like more, you know, financy bro-y, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But overall, I think like a bigger takeaway from those books and I'm also doing the um, magnetic self challenge on to be magnetic. She has like a couple week. I love doing the challenges because it helps me like stay on course. If I mean, if you don't know what to be magnetic is and you don't, then you probably don't listen to OK Sis. Hi. Um, this is your this is your first episode. Hi. Welcome. This is your first episode you. of OK Sis. Um, hey, what's up? So to be magnetic, Lacey Phillips, it's the manifestation course and work that we do and she does this um, challenge. And so I'm doing that right now and it's fantastic. But one of the questions that she poses is how can you reframe certain challenges or traumas that happened to you in the past? And I know that a lot of the manifestation work is about going back and reprogramming, but this kind of was a little different. This felt like a little different energy where it's how you speak about the challenges and how you can find the like silver lining in them. And that's also exactly what Kate does in The Money, A Love Story. She has you write your money story, your personal money story, all the ups and downs, right? Like don't sugarcoat, don't, you know, don't not take responsibility for certain things. Like literally write it all out and claim it and also understand that each part of it was there for a reason and gave you a learning lesson rather than playing the victim and being like, well, you know, the economy was doing this. So that's why I would, or I didn't come from a wealthy family. So that's why. So lately, something that I've been working on is just whenever I think of a challenge or something in my life from the past, I reorient it to, oh yeah, but it got me to here. So for instance, like our parents divorce, you know, it's probably really difficult to find a silver lining in that, but it made me really conscious of the type of partnership that I want and the type of marriage I want. And so I know what to look for or what I want in that, or, you know, a really hard heartbreak for so long. I was like, I cursed the heartbreak. I was like, Oh, what did it give me? Like, like, Oh, I wish it never happened. Like it just, it's just painful, painful, painful. But if you really think about it, that's why I went into therapy. That's why I started doing any of this healing work was because of that moment. So I'm so grateful that happened. Mm -hmm. So when you start to switch that, it's really beautiful because you notice all the lessons and the gifts that pain has given you. What was your current fixation? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think my current fixation was this book, oh, right? Okay, okay, because we heard a lot of things. Okay. We heard a lot of things. We heard two books, Lacey Magnetic. Well, okay, t- okay, two books. Yeah, okay, this okay. is my current fixation. These okay. two money books and to be magnetic. And okay. then as a result, that's the mindset shift that is also my current fixation. Okay. Not to negate the beautiful sermon that you just delivered. I just had a different outline for the way that episode would go. So I wrote down five separate current fixations around personal development. I thought we would ping pong back, but oh, I love it. We, no, we, do- we dove right in. We dove right in. Okay. Well, to... Uh, to follow up Maddie's sermon, Rabbi Maddie. No, I'm philosopher Mads. Philosopher Mads. Sorry, philosopher Mads. My current fixation in the personal development world oh, is Jesus. the Flight Planner by Sophia Amoroso. Okay, so let me tell you. Oh, okay, okay. You're a 
you're a business class girly. I see you. I tried to be a notion girly. I did. I tried real hard. I tried to do the to-do list on the phone and I see the merit of it because a lot of my to-dos pop up when I'm not at my computer or like I can just do it on my phone real quick. I don't have like my notebook, but I am such a written word, like written word type of yeah, person. Yeah, you slam poetry. I'm slam a slam poetry, poetry girl. Um, and so I just felt like Notion wasn't doing it for me. It wasn't It wasn't moving the needle. I couldn't get behind it. It didn't feel good. But I also believe that like every fucking planner on the market sucks. Like I could not find one that I liked at all because I have very specific needs for a planner. Oh my God, I just had such a core memory unlocked. Do you remember, I don't know if you did this, but- I used to have the coach planner. Oh my yeah, God, I was duh, so because bougie. we saw New York Minute and Ashley Olsen had the most beautiful plan. This is oh all part of my, my story. God, is that what it was? Was Okay. Yes. We used to have the coach planner and then every year we would go back to coach yeah. and get the New Year's inserts yes. and then we would have like a gold plated coach. <laughs> oh my mine was, God. okay, mine was cream because I saw New York Minute and Ashley Olsen had the most incredible planner. So I have been on the hunt since I was 13 years old to get a planner like Ashley Olsen's. We went to coach. I got the cream one. I guess you got the gold. I got the cream one. I don't know what I got. Wow. And I have been on the hunt for a planner for so long. And like in today's digital age, like we there are no planners. You can't, there's no planners and you can't actually put your schedule in a planner because things are fluctuating. Google Cloud is the only way to do it. But I wanted something where I could put all my to-dos, my intention settings, et cetera. And I wanted something that was really beautiful and branded nicely. And the flight planner is gorgeous. It's like a huge, massive book that I carry around. And I love it because at the end of your week, you have a hindsight journaling thing. So you hindsight Ooh, I like- I love that. What you're, so every Friday I do what I'm grateful for, what made me happy, the highs of the week, the lows of the week, things I learned, baggage I can leave behind and what kept me inspired. And then Sunday night before the week, I do my bird's eye view. Next week's focus. This week I want to feel, try, read, or listen to, connect with. And then my habit tracker for the week. Wow. And then it's basically- Oh, I need this. Oh, it's really great. And then I have like- the week and I just put my big things like, you know, PTA lunch, going to Idaho, whatever, like my big stuff. And then I have a list of my top three priorities, three things that I didn't complete from last week that rolls over into this week. And then I just journal all of my to-dos here. It's it's really high quality. It's beautiful, like really done well. It comes in this orange box that legitimately looks like an Hermes box. Like it's just luxury on luxury. That was probably intentional. Yeah. It's it's a gorgeous planner and I feel like it has wow. legitimately every single thing I'm looking for. Wow. That's great. Wow. This is a new one because I feel like all my all my tricks up my sleeve are just, you know, to be magnetic and I, that's a new one. This one, I know. And honestly, I was shocked. I Because I feel like planners just keep disappointing and I buy them and I don't use them or they don't, you know, and this one feels, I like how thick and big it is because you feel like a goddamn boss. You feel like an executive. I love the quality of the pages. It's big and thick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love the quality of the pages. I love the presentation. I love the journal prompts. The whole thing is A++. Oh, wow. Okay, great. Okay, should we share one more? Or did you share all three of yours? Sure. I was going to say, let me... Um, the thing is, I've said all these in the past, but I guess, you know, if someone's listening and wants like a more concise episode around everything, I'm, I'm sure I'll just re-say re it. I have been silent walking. I started a mm. revolution and it's all thanks to Ben June. He challenged me to go for a walk without headphones. 
without a podcast, without music, just like, you know, my thoughts roaming free, which if you're listening to this and feeling triggered, same, same girl, like it, it's a very scary premise to be alone with your thoughts. I get it. But I challenge you as well to do this for yourself because something happens and I posted this on TikTok. It was a great, it was amassed a lot of positive feedback except for, you know, the few stragglers that were like, did we just invent thinking? (laughs) And yeah, yeah. Was it a guy? Let me guess. Was it a guy? Yeah, I was, I don't know. User one, two, five, six, seven. Yeah, we did just invent thinking because guess what? We don't think any other fucking time in the day. So yeah, we just invented thinking. And it's true. I literally walk around and I think, and I just think, and my thoughts are just like, oh, it's like you lose yourself in your thoughts. It's like you're watching a movie in your brain. It's very, very gratifying. And you end the walk. Oh my God. Like yesterday with all the lethargy that I was experiencing, I walked and it was like, I was just on like, oh my God, the brain was control, alt, delete, like completely Mm. gone away. Another amazing thing that I've been doing, I guess in terms of more physical stuff is breath work. So if you're in Los Angeles and you want to go, I mean, you guys know how much I love open the app, but they just opened a studio in Venice, which I need to take you, Scout, you would absolutely love it. And we just did a class with them with Camber where we did breath work and it's so different than doing it for like five minutes in the app, like doing it with people for 35 minutes, you scream at the end, then there's a sound bath to like bring you back down. It is the most out of body experience you'll ever have. It feels like you are on drugs. And again, I said it in my TikTok, it felt like a software update on your brain. Like you walked out of there like, oh my, it's like restart power off. Like, Mm. holy shit. Yeah, I've been seeing your stories I open and I've been wanting to go. Yeah. If you want to try it, I mean, yeah, if you're not in Los Angeles, try it on the app. Try the longer one. I mean, start with five minutes, but like try the longer ones because you really can't like get the full effects until you do it for longer. And then we also have a code, OKSIS, which you can get um, a little discount off. I think it's 30 days free. But yeah, I'm going to try to go maybe once a week and Mm. really really get that into the zone and add that to the routine because it was immaculate. Yeah, next time I'm in LA, can we do one of like a wellness day where we go to all these things, like the sound bath, the like all like load up on four. That'd be so fun. Yeah, I also want to take you to the class, mm-hmm. which is like that more body, what is, what is it called? Body- Embodiment? Embodiment, yes. Like people just like, you're dancing around like a fucking monkey and you're screaming and you're crying and you're like laughing and it's yeah. so fun. We got to do that. Yeah, I would love to. Okay, my last current fixation when it comes to personal development is the book, The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. Now, sisters, you're going to look up this book and you are going to see a very cheesy- You said this on the unsolicited advice episode, right? Yes, yes. You're going yeah, to see a very- very off brand. I saw, the, I saw the book. We should do a- <laughs> do a photo shoot of you doing that pose next to the book because it is so cheesy. It is very cheesy. It's like a white man in a suit. It's like nothing that you would pick up. Nothing Maddie would definitely pick up. She would definitely judge that book by cover. But let me tell you something. So Jack Canfield, it was written a long time ago, but not a long time ago. You know what I mean? Jack Canfield is the creator of Chicken Soup for the Soul. So I was like, okay, I can trust the dude who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul. And um, it is essentially, I have read so many personal development books. 
I have read pretty much every single one of the main ones. Every one of them pretty much deals with something different. You know what I mean? Like there's the money books, there's the thought books, there's the, you know, there's different ones, right? This is hands down, if you are new to personal development or want to jump in, this is the Bible. It has every single thing in there. It is a comprehensive 360 personal development manifestation book. It has it all. It's like 400 pages, short chapters. And so if anyone needs just like a comprehensive thing or they don't know where to start, but they want a kind of overview of what personal development is, this is without a doubt the Bible of personal development. Like cannot recommend it enough. Mm. I'm buying it for people. I want to buy it for everybody on my team. Like every birthday I want someone to get this. Like this book has the, if you follow exactly what he says, it has insane potential to transform and change your life. And the way he describes it, it's it's masculine and it's feminine. It's got the spiritual stuff. It's got the emotional stuff. It's got the rational stuff, the scientific stuff. It has everything. It's literally for everyone. So I highly, highly recommend that book. Okay. I need to get that. Yeah. I am, I'm in a personal development era. I'm in a, we're, yeah. we're working on things and we're not scared of what we don't know. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And also sisters, I'm going to link these books that we've talked about, any product that we said I'll put in the show notes. So you can just click add to cart. Boom. Bada bang. Bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom, bada boom. You know okay. what's something I'm, I, this isn't a current fixation because I haven't done it yet, but this is something I'm going to be dabbling in. A current curiosity, a current curiosity. A current curiosity. Ooh, I like that. That's a new segment. Current curiosity is I'm going to start knitting while mm. watching TV. Yeah, instead of being on your phone. Well, actually, I'm good at putting my phone away while I'm watching TV. I'm it's not. that I want to eat and I want Yes. Yeah, mindless eating. Yeah. So that's why I get skinny pop sisters, for those moments. Yeah. Skinny pop? Like low calorie popcorn? Sure, but that's a recipe for bloatation for me, girly. I know, but I go to I go to bed, you know. Mm, just still not okay. Well that's the whole point is I'm trying not to eat at all. Oh, and so sorry. <laughs> so my as the sisters know, I'm on this also whole other journey about uh nutrition and figuring and solving the bloatation. And a big thing I noticed is that I definitely overeat at night and I, and I want a snack and it's all these things. I'm sure a lot of people relate to this where you're like, oh, I'm going to bed. So it doesn't matter. Or, you know, cause I, I eat so well during the day and then it just fucks it. It's a dumpster fire at night. And I just feel so uncomfortable and achy and all these things. So I noticed that I get pleasure and joy, obviously, of eating while I'm watching TV at night. And so I thought, like, if my hands were Mm. occupied, then I wouldn't feel the desire to, like, pick up something. And I wouldn't be able to pick up something to eat. So I am going to look into knitting. And I'm not – I don't need to, like, knit a nice thing. Like, I just need to, like, literally knit in a line. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to knit. I think that's a good idea. It's a lot of, like, the – oral fixation thing too. Yes. Which I, that's how I fell into getting addicted to smoking cigarettes. It's like something doing with your hand to your mouth or just like that whole process. So knitting will- that that happened to you. Yeah. It's a big era in my life. Knitting will relieve that same, that same thing. Yeah, exactly. I love it. That's my next current curiosity. Stay tuned for the update there. 
But wow, this was a wholesome episode. I loved this it. Is. I think even though we were not aligned on the structure, it did turn out really great. Yeah, I think so too. You know what? I trust that whatever's supposed to come out of our mouths on these OKSIS episodes comes out. And I trust that the sisterhood is hearing exactly what they're meant to hear at exactly the right moment. Wow. Ain't that the truth? Ain't wow. that the truth? Okay. Well, sisters, if you love this episode, we'd be so honored if you would send it to a friend, post it on your stories, tag us, or rate us and review us five stars if you think we've deserved it. We love you all so much, and uh, we'll catch you next episode. Bye. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalgleish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together. 